Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Natasha. Hello. So we are, you're in a different place. Yeah. I think we both feel a little discombobulated today. Yeah. Just so you Maybe we're a little spacey. That's okay, you know. It's just how it goes. Energy fluctuates. That's right. Energy <laughs> fluctuates. Do you have air in your chart at all? I forgot oh, like how much. Well, okay. So not really. I mean, I don't, I can't, couldn't tell you all my extended planets really offhand, but um, not oh, much right. air. I forgot you don't know that. You, we need to look that up. I mean, I have it. Message me. I have okay, it somewhere. But I need it. Okay. I need it. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you. I mean, I, there might be some I remember, but I will say that. I have a lot of Mercury in my chart because Venus, I a mean, because Virgo is ruled by Mercury and like oh. my Mercury is in Virgo. It just seems like it shows up everywhere. And even though Virgo is an earth sign, Mercury is a pretty airy planet. So oh, I didn't know you could have a lot of Mercury. Like I thought you could just have like a lot of the signs, but not a lot of the planets. Well, um, I think it's like intense Mercury energy. I'll have to look and see what I mean by this, but I definitely think it's like my Mercury is in Virgo, which is like extra Mercury, mm-hmm. but I feel like there were other things too. I'll, I don't I don't know offhand what okay. I mean by it, but okay. I do know that I like that is a big influence in my life is that airiness of that planet, like the rapidly moving, like language-based, thought-based, you know, so it's not an air sign, but it is airy mm-hmm. in its own way. I thought I was really airy. And then I looked at the breakdown and I mean, it is the most, but I have a lot of earth. Very surprised. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The thing I've least of is water. Mm. Yeah, I don't have a lot of water either. You don't either? Yeah, fire and earth mostly. I keep looking back because I let one of the cats in the office right before we started recording and now she immediately wants to go because she thinks she's a dog and the dogs are in the other room and she's like why am I oh, here with well, this cat let- this large talking cat <laughs> do you want to let her out <laughs> I'm gonna let her out okay. real quick please hold Okay, I'm back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So um, what cards did we pick last week? They were to, both letting yeah. go. Like mine was let go oh, and yours was okay. let it go. Oh, my God. Let it go. So what? how did you experience that this week? Well, or did you? I did. Um, there On the surface level, there was a lot of refrigerator clearing going on because I, <laughs> <laughs> I cleared out my own refrigerator, which is one oh. of my favorite things to do in life. I just, is it? I love it. I just love it. It's weird. <laughs> like, and I even, like, before I do it, I think, oh, I, I should do that because I like it. And then I'm like, no, I don't. And then when I do it, I'm like, this is great. I'm so, I feel so elated. <laughs> That's funny. I, because I do enjoy clearing clutter, but 
I hate the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. I like starting with it, too. Why? And then I don't. Why? Well, do I think love? it's when I'm pouring things out that are expired and then recycling them. Oh. It like I, It's like I feel like energy is getting moving. I can see mm. it and sense it. <laughs> Here's another thing that's expired. It just like feels so excited. Mm. I do enjoy that. <laughs> getting rid of things. But I got to yeah. clear out my dad's fridge, which was. Both oh wow! Terrifying and gratifying. <laughs> <laughs> it was really intense. It was perhaps one of the the best uh, accomplishments of my life. It was uh, wow, very very lots of really old things. And I was wondering if you might like to guess about the oldest thing I found that like the expiration mm. date on or the sell by oh, date. Oh, what's the oldest? Well, it's I'll tell you what it it was jalapeno mustard. But can you guess jalapeno mustard? What the now expiration that's... date was? <laughs> wow. Those are two things that I feel like would be hard to expire, though. Right. So you know, it mustard. was even before the sell-by date, it was probably pretty old already. So Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 2004. Oh, you're th- yeah, it was actually 2007. Uh, well, t- okay. That's still <laughs> pretty good. I just Bush was era. going big. Bush yeah. era. Bush era. That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god. Mustard from the bush. Era. It was pretty exciting for me to find it. And wow. It out. Do you think on your deathbed that will be one of the things that flashes in front of you? Oh, eyes? that jalapeno clearing mustard. Out. <laughs> I remember no, just that. Clearing out, clearing out the refrigerator. Yeah. The I, joy. Oh, yeah. I did really love it. But yeah, so cleaning out the fridge and then. Clearing mm-hmm. digital clutter. I've been doing that, letting go of a lot of uh, old pictures. They're so they just accumulate these pictures on your phone. What do you mean? Oh, on like your deleting phone. Deleting them. Yeah. Oh, and then um and then I don't do that ever. Oh yeah, it's really great too. It takes it? a long time. I feel bad. Why? I guess well, because well, what if I want those pictures? Well, because we take, I mean, I don't know about you, but I take pictures of like ingredients lists and oh, you know, like I see. Like tracking oh, numbers okay. and stuff like that. Oh, I see. Mostly my phone is like 12 pictures in a row of the same cat, like <laughs> making sure I got that position that he was in. <laughs> 12 pictures of <laughs> well, that so you one. You don't need all 12. Then, <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> All right. So so you were a real surface level. Well, anything- yeah. But on the deeper mm-hmm. level, I ca- I also have been noticing just, I mean, thinking of letting go, knowing that's the theme of the week in such a deep way that if something came up like um, something that maybe normally would hurt my feelings or that I would hang on to, I was just like, you know what? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, that story I'm, I'm telling about that. Yeah. I don't need to tell that. It might not even be <sighs> true, even if it is true. Like, what's the point of just like letting it go? I like that. Yeah. I like letting go of stories. That's good. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, did your feelings get hurt this week? Um, not no, not terribly. I mean, I was just like okay. little. I'm just thinking of like little things little that things. where I would yeah. be like, oh no, what if people say this or what did he mm. mean by that? You know, like mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I see. Yeah, you don't need to go there. That's yeah. good. Yeah, you should make every week the let theme of letting go. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, for me, I I don't know. I'm having kind of a like say rough Libra season but just definitely like in it 
like mm. the work. And then I r- read somewhere that Libra season's about relationships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, maybe I, you remember when I said it last week on the podcast. Mm, interesting. <laughs> 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 well, maybe. But then I forgot and then I remembered again <laughs> later. <laughs> so, yeah. It's been, I've just been like, and I'll probably, I'm going to go into this further in the energy report, so I won't go too much now, but just like, it's been a lot of me, um, and I can't, I don't know what it is. This podcast has made me realize how, how little I remember. <laughs> I just remember feeling like, oh, I have to let that go, you know, like feeling into the feelings and then letting them go, Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, of being hurt and stuff like that. And I I forget about the story element of it a lot. Like when I'm in the thick of it, I forget, oh, this is just a story yeah. I'm telling myself. Yeah. So I like that perspective. But yeah, it's been like kind of like heavier this week. Mm. So have you, you, you seem lighter even though you're not, you know, I don't know. Because I'm in at my family's mm. in California. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's some depth, definitely, that I'm not totally. I didn't mean shallow. I'm not saying you're shallow. No, I didn't think that at all. <laughs> okay. um, but I just mean like some things going on on a deep level that maybe mm. are, you know, I feel like that's how family goes a lot. That it's like the yeah. process of it. It takes a little while to get distance and figure out what really was going on. So... <laughs> what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I yeah. think that's I'm in the middle of it now, so I can't really maybe articulate it totally. Yeah. I think I might start keeping a journal, which yeah. I used to do a long time ago. Do you do that? Well yeah, remember the morning pages? Oh, oh yeah, the morning yeah, yeah. pages morning with pages. the the turkey. did we talk yeah. about wild turkeys on the podcast last week? Yeah. We mentioned and we you did. said they're like dinosaurs. Yeah. And then I was reading through my morning pages and I saw that I had had a dream the night before or two nights before the pot we recorded the podcast that I was cuddling with giant <laughs> wild turkeys. And I wrote in the, the note in my journal, my morning pages, big wild turkeys, big like dinosaurs. So yeah, it's really crazy. trippy. Yeah. And I wouldn't yeah. have remembered that if it hadn't been for the morning pages. Yeah, I'm going to start doing that. I just have so much like morning routine stuff, which... I, it's building up a lot. So I have to kind of, some things going to have to let go if I'm going to add the morning pages. Yeah, that is, it is a full-time morning job being a new agey person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it does make me happy. So, yeah. And keep me growing and, you know, I think it's really valuable, but yeah. Um. Okay. So shall we move on to questions? Yeah. Okay. Can I pull them up here? Yep, I've got them. And and just to let anyone know, if you have questions, um, well, we actually are getting a website. It's not up yet. It'll be up hopefully next week, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it um, could then, be up when the podcast goes true. up. We'll see. We yeah, don't know yet. You, yeah, but um, in the meantime, you can uh, ask us questions at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. So the first one is from Jill. She says, I have recently been working a lot to declutter my home. I know I have cleared out so much stuff, yet my house feels more cluttered than ever. It weirdly feels like the more I clear out, the messier my house is. Any insight as to what is going on here? Thank you so much. Well, this is really your 
forte. So yeah. I'll let you. Well, I'll start, but I think maybe your intuition might be a good thing to add in mm-hmm. there too. Um, so Jill, I know this feeling, I feel like this happens to me sometimes and it to me is a time of transition. It's like mm. you're moving stuff out and making room for new stuff, but you're still in the middle of maybe some kind of something you're learning, something new you're stepping into. It's a transition mm-hmm. and it won't last forever, but I think continuing to show up and clear is a good idea and also um, doing some inner work. So like the morning mm-hmm. pages, if you're not already doing that, waking up and writing three pages nonstop, whatever's in your head, that could help speed it up because you might get some more insight. And also that's a way of clearing clutter because you're clearing stuff out of your mind. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like just kind of knowing that, knowing that it's a process and it's not actually when you let go of stuff, it's not actually making it more flow in. It's so it's good every time you're clearing, like I wouldn't get discouraged and stop clearing, but um, just have that perspective that it's not going to last forever. What do you mean? It's not making more. Well, oh, how she said it, act- it seems like the more I declutter the messier my house is. So mm. I just want to like emphasize, maybe don't let that discourage you from clearing. Cause I think that's an illusion. I think it is mm-hmm. helping you are making more space. Um, mm-hmm. It's just right now because you're clear. You're, it's like you're learning something. You're going through a transition and you're stepping into a different energy. And so, yeah, I think I would say journaling and morning pages would be um, my best advice for you as you go through this to get more clarity on what's going on and to facilitate the energetic transformation. Mm -hmm. I guess my thought, my only thought would be, it's kind of like, I wonder if this is true. Um, I'm not a clutter, you know, um, expert, but I wonder if it's like when you address a problem in your life or a situation in your life, and then it just seems like, um, you kind of release that and then all the shit comes uh-huh, up, uh-huh, <laughs> you know, yeah. all the other shit. Right. So it's almost like you kind of make way for, this it's like oh we're not holding back anymore here it all is you know like here's all the issues that you weren't addressing before so I wonder if maybe that is the energy link to that that's a good way Um, to put it and it reminds me of how Louise Hay I remember her at some point in her book or I don't know what somewhere said mm -hmm. um it's like soaking a brownie pan after you make brownies it looks dirtier at first but it's really just bringing up the old stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it's just like allowing for that stuff to come up and it's just stuff that needs to keep coming out. Also wonder maybe it, it I wonder if this is the first time that she's really worked on clutter because that would make even more sense if it was like a new thing for her. So it was like, here you go. Like, mm-hmm. here's your lesson on how to clear clutter, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, on that clearing clutter is like, you know, it's more than a one time I mean, it's never a one-time thing, but it's more than just like a little bit. It's like dealing with the emotional stuff that happens when you're clearing clutter needs to be in her life to clear it out. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think I can relate to like, I feel like that with time I've had that recently where I was just like, why, where, 
where's all my time? Why do I like, wake up and work and then work all day and still not have everything yeah. done on my list? And then, and it was, I think it was con- uh, related to the fuck it diet, like how that was such a big, big deal for me. Like it's just yeah. old, old, like deep stuff that yes. was finally getting cleared out that I was assimilating it and learning it and still am, but maybe got to a point now where I feel like there's some space around things. Yeah. Okay. What is our next question? Our next question is from Claudia. And she says, hi there. I have a question regarding being overwhelmed by the large amount of metaphysical information that I've been given over the last few weeks, months, and years. I am someone who knows how to find information and how to draw what I want or need to know toward me, one of my most effortless manifestations. However, there is a downside to this. I am constantly bombarded with important metaphysical and witchy things that I want to learn, but I am having a hard time organizing them, scheduling the study of them, and pacing myself and learning for them. For example, I, of course, have found your courses. This is about me. I have access to newly released and pre-released books on a subject because I am a book blogger. I get free books and I follow several Abraham YouTubers who bring out great and important content almost daily. Um, So she's talking about these different sources of information. How do Mm -hmm. I manage inflow so that I effortlessly... How do I manage inflow so that I effortlessly get? I do the same thing with business stuff, by the way. I own my own business and I'm given access to all of the tools, lessons, and courses, but I'm getting nothing done because there's so much to learn and so many actions to take with the stuff I have learned. That is my main issue, being constantly overwhelmed. Oh, and I am not even looking for that stuff to learn. It just appears. I want to move on to manifest other things now, LOL. (laughs) Okay. So you want to start with this? No, it's okay. Okay. Start. Okay. So I have had this too. Um, I feel like this has been a thing earlier on in my spiritual path um, when I was just reading so many things. And everything you read will say, okay, you have to do this. <laughs> you have to write your your intentions every day. You have to write, like I talk about writing the morning pages and meditating, mm-hmm. going for walks, keeping your clutter cleared, you know, <laughs> and talking to your spirit guides and your angels. And like, there's so mm-hmm. many, so, so, so many things. So I think to what I recommend is uh, starting with something just really that be here now, you know, that just Mm -hmm. be here now, that's all you Mm -hmm. need. Mm -hmm. So if you feel overwhelmed, like, like, um, like spirituality is this like huge, you know, smorgasbord and you don't know what you want from it and it's just too much. It's really, that's, um, losing, losing connection to the basic thing, which is, presence Mm -hmm. just presence yeah yeah I was gonna say I wonder if um what she's really feeling when she says she's bombarded is a distraction from her own information right as opposed to all the other stuff because I mean I get it and you know I have to say I'm I do the same thing in that I'm like because I have such a voracious um love of all these different things like I'm taking an online breathwork class and you know a lot of times I'll do that and continuing ed of my you know um 
the work I do. Mm-hmm. And like, and it's like, I don't have time for all. And then I'm also taking like an extra animal communication class yeah. just because I wanted to see if they do something different than I do. You know, so it's like, so it's very easy, especially when you love it. It's like, you want to do it all. But I do think that when you get overwhelmed, it's like kind of your soul or your intuition being like, hey, hey, you know what, let's just tune into what to our information for a moment. Yeah. And pare down. So and that that's really what I'm hearing is like, it's just too much. And you kind of just want to get your own information. Um, yeah, that's a really good way to put it too. And I'm when you were talking, I saw uh, like a mandala where the center is stillness. The center is mm-hmm. connection to spirit, to mm-hmm. the present moment, to the vast open empty space around all words underneath all our thoughts. Like that's just like presence. And then yeah. everything else, like like I'm like you too. Like I, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to learn about Kabbalah. Now I'm going to read Course in Miracles, and I'm going to yeah. read, you know, Hoodoo magic and like yeah. all these different astrology. Yeah. And but when that center hub, that clear, open, empty connection is the center of your spiritual practice, all of those things can just be, you just see them as ways to connect with that empty openness and that wisdom Mm -hmm. and that inspiration that's all there in the stillness. So maybe if you could think of that as like your spiritual path, not as like a linear line or like a huge library, but as just a circle and then anything that may inspire you on the outside of that circle is just pointing you back to the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the feeling of bombardment really is just like your way of saying like, this is not what I want mm-hmm. right now. So it's really that simple. It's like, okay, so just pare down and see what you do want. Yeah. And, Ask, and, yeah, and then when still, you're connected like, to yourself, like you're saying, then then you can go like how you said, oh, how do they do it different than I do? You know, like that's what I think when I like study Kabbalah or, oh, how does mm-hmm. this relate to my connection to spirit? Like mm-hmm. what, where does this resonate with me and how, how can I like filter this through my own connection in order to get more kind of like learn more of the dynamics of maybe mm-hmm. energy or uh, manifestation yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like how can this expand me? It really should be about expansion, not bombardment and contraction. So if you're feeling that contraction, that's a sign like, yeah, it's too much. Yeah. And you know, one more thing is that it does feel like if you feel overwhelmed by information, and I think this was true for me when I felt this way, that it's, um, there, there is an aspect of being like, oh, I have to trust other people because I don't know, you know. But mm. if you remember like, no, I do know I am connected and meditation can really help with that. Like a daily mm. meditation practice if you don't already have one to reconnect with just your body and your breath in the present moment, then everything else, it can be something that strengthens your connection instead of being like, oh, I should do what Deepak Chopra says, or today I should be doing what, you know, Gabriel Bernstein says or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If it feels like too much information, then it is. Yeah. And listen to yourself. And you don't need any information, really. That's true. Okay, do we have one more? One more that we're going to do today, which is mm-hmm. um, from Kevin. I have a question on cleansing of aura with archangels. I am just curious as to why Michael and Raphael are used and not Gabriel and Uriel as well. Just curious, but I think I know why. So 
Um, The reason that Kevin is mentioning uh, Michael and Raphael and Gabriel and Uriel is because those are the angels of the four directions of the elements. And and because I, when I talk about aura cleansing, I work with Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael, but it's not really the right way. Like you can, and I have worked with Gabriel Mm -hmm. and Uriel for cleansing, um, but Raphael and Michael are aligned with the air element and the fire element. So to me, energy cleansing, that feels mm, like air and fire. Yeah, that just feels like really and, – and Archangel Raphael is um, about healing and Archangel Michael is about protection. And it just feels – they feel like together cleansing and protecting, that feels really powerful for me. And mm. – Archangel Gabriel is the angel of the West and the water. And I sometimes like to call on Gabriel and feel seawater, like cleansing salt water rushing around me. Mm. Archangel Uriel is the earth angel. He connects me to the earth and anchors me in. He, she, you know, he's Mm -hmm. kind of androgynous. Um, Mm -hmm. But the earth draws can draw challenging energies out, you know, like for composting. Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. work with all the archangels and also um, Sandalphon and Metatron I work with as the spirit element. Certainly you can cleanse by bringing the uh, spirit light down from above and the earth light up from below and just like moving energy through your aura and letting it cleanse out. So mm-hmm. I would be surprised if there are any archangels, even, you know, more than those ones that I just mentioned that couldn't mm-hmm. help you cleanse and protect. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's all their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So do you have anything right. to add for that one? Well, no, because I don't really work. Oh, with, right. I mean, I love my angels, but I don't work with them like that. Yeah. Yeah, I just use light. Okay. But I mean, it's cool. I like that. Me too. <laughs> all righty. So that was the question segment. Are we on to my part? We are. I have to ask you every yeah, week. Yeah, now's the time. <laughs> it's time for the energy report. That time I feel like I did it on cue. It was, it was great. It was super. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So as I mentioned, um, I heard it first from myself that Libra's about relationships. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, so what, yeah, I've really noticed um, that it's about this week. I feel like I might have said this last week as well. I can't remember. Maybe you will. That it's about power and taking your power back from people. Did I say yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. You talked about that last oh, week. Mm-hmm. Okay. But well, it's okay it's, if that's it's what it's the energy re- report is. That's then, what it is, yeah. people. It's the, it's taking your power <laughs> back. It really is. And um. I might have posted about this on Instagram too. Yeah, I did. Um, so I started to like, I was actually saying to Brett the other day, I was like, I feel like, you know, I have these tools, these energy tools that I use that are, I feel extremely effective. Um, but they are very, in some ways, very simple. Like, so I, they can be repetitive if I say them again, but just talking about them on the energy report, I think it's, or using the energy report just as a way to help people know, like, if you're feeling this, you're not alone. Like, this is a, it is a time about relationships and digging into relationships and how they're, in this case, I'm seeing, like, triggering the need to give our power away. So, um, 
and I have experienced this so much this week in many different ways. Um, I've just been noticing like, oh, wow, like the biggest tool that I have when when it's a power thing is really the inner child work because connecting to your inner child is a way of getting your power back. It's just a really nice, fast way to um, get more information from yourself and to value yourself. When you value yourself, you're take, you're honoring yourself. You're taking your power back. You're saying like, my power matters. I matter. You know, I'm listening to myself. And again, with combining it with self-compassion, like this is hard. You feel hurt or this was a hard situation. It's, I talked about this on Instagram, but it really um, softens you and then it softens your relationship with how you see the other person. You know, it, again, coming back to story, it takes the story out of it because it's like, oh, we're all just people who want love. Yeah, and, you know, and want to feel who are just, I don't know. I know people say, oh, we're all just doing our best. And I don't necessarily think that's true. We've mm. talked about this before. Um, I don't, I feel like people when they're unconscious are not necessarily doing their quote unquote best. But what does that even mean doing your best? I just, I guess for me, I feel like the more conscious you are, the more, um, you can come out of the story and then mm -hmm. you can treat people better. Yeah. So, oh, one thing I did want to say is about this is it can be really hard. And I've seen this with people um, and myself when you're in that trap of having given your power away, you're weakened. You're in a weakened state. So it's really hard to. Um, feel like, oh, I just have to love myself. Like, how are you going to love yourself if you're, if you ha are weakened? I mean, yeah. I see it from a chakra level, like it's powers is from the third chakra. So if you're like ha drained in the third chakra area, it's hard to connect to that, to it's, it's just, you feel weakened overall in your energy system. So I find like truly the quickest way to to give this back to yourself is to, you have to sometimes get real serious. I've had to get real like tough love with people this week. Like this has to be your goal right now. It Like your only focus, I mean, obviously you have to work and, you know, take care of people, but like it's got, you have to be kind of strict with yourself, not kind of, you have to be strict with yourself and be like, I'm going to do what I need to do to care for myself right now mm. to find ways back to loving myself. Um, to self-care, whatever that is. It depends where you are and how, you know, if you've given all your power away, like calling your energy back to you, of course, filling up with gold light and feeling your feet connecting to your body. I talked about this last week too. But um, that touch for me is like, like rubbing my arm is a real, putting my hand on my heart is a real fast way back to, like having compassion for myself and then imagining this little inner child like uh, with your hand on your heart like this is hard you're having a hard time um so because it's like when you I don't know like when you haven't exercised for a while it's hard to like start exercising you know you're just kind of in that state of lethargy it's similar in this case it's like 
uh, how am I going to, I'm just feeling like if you're in a pattern of not being kind to yourself, mm -hmm. that's why you have to be like, okay, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to find a way back to my, even just having that intention. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say something else about that, but just like, yeah, connecting. I did have a client this week who was like, um, I just feel silly picturing a <laughs> child, oh. like little, little me. Oh. I feel silly. Yeah. Um, so what I said to them was, if you feel silly, then just talk to the part of yourself that is hurt. You don't have to picture an inner child. You can just picture like the anxiety or the pain and just, you know, talk to the pain. Like, what do you feel? What do you need? And then give that to yourself. Yeah. Because I, I might have said this last week, but there's not like a... Uh, yeah, I did talk about this last week. It's really just the same lesson this week about there. You aren't missing a part. So you can give yourself this power back there. No one can actually take your power away. Oh, right. Yeah. It's an illusion. Yeah. Yeah. It's all an illusion. So you truly do. You're kind of like um, if it's like if there was a hose and you're like pinching the hose you're pinching that hose like of your connection to source and your inner power. Yeah. So when you're giving it to someone else. So you can imagine like unpinching the hose, letting that love flow, letting that power flow back. And um, yeah. And on an energy level, I really think it helps just on a feeling level to truly um, call your energy back to you. Imagine your aura around you and fill up with gold and your grounding cord, saying hello to that grounding cord and feeling that earth energy. All of this really helps like just give you an immediate feeling of like, oh, okay. At least I feel that way. Yeah, no, <laughs> me too. An and anchoring person. into the earth too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your feeling your cord. grounding cord yeah. in the earth, feeling that earth energy coming up the grounding cord. And if you're more of a physical person and then a energy person, that's why like I also say just connecting to your body, like feeling your hands. It seems silly, but if you really are leaking energy by you could just like feeling your feet on the ground connects you back to your energy. Yeah, you know what has really helped me to uh physically is um moving my hips like a mm, big big circle, yeah. hip circle, moving my um like spiraling slow spiraling movements to music and then maybe touching my heart or like mm -hmm. petting my head while yes. I'm doing that. Yes. Like yes. arching yes. my back, opening my heart. Like it's this like kind of hypnotic, like um, mm -hmm. spiraling present and moment you know thing. What? If you do feel silly, that's okay too. Like try yeah. it out. It, it, so what? You're alone in your house. You know, I'm assuming you're not doing this in front of people. Just like see how you feel. So if it doesn't connect, I mean, sometimes when people feel silly, it stops them from being able to connect to themselves. But just try it. And yeah, you know, yeah, you I might think feel good. connection. I think mm -hmm. if you notice like, oh, I don't want to do that because I'll feel silly. It's probably a good indication yeah. that you'll benefit from that. And I, I'm realizing when you said that, I realized that was one of the many really, really great things I learned from going to acting school was, oh, you yeah. know, like if you feel silly, then you got to break through that. And then there mm -hmm. is always freedom when you like liberate yourself from some kind of self-consciousness mm -hmm. like that. And 
and unlike acting school, you don't have to do it in front of a, you know, a group of your peers. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And what you just said also about dance, like dancing, we've talked about that before is such a nice, you know, anytime you can connect to the joy of who you are, it's a way of getting that power back. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and also just like being, yeah. And music is magical. So magical. Yeah. That's really transformative. Yeah. And so the stepping out of the stories though, I feel like maybe Mm. let's talk about that a little bit. Like how do you, how do you, how do you step out of the story? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, for me, I guess it's about, well, it comes back to letting go, but I'm having a hard time articulating how do I step out of the, it, there, it's, do you have an answer? Well, maybe I was or realizing maybe we should define stories too, just in case people, oh. so a story like, oh, the, uh, this person thinks this about me that, and then, yeah. and so someone says something and then you think, oh, that tone of voice means that they think I'm, uh, you know, they think I'm cheap or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, and then you start feeling like, oh, upset and sad and like they don't like you. And then, and then realizing, oh, that's just a story I told. And even if it's true, like you don't, I mean, you don't know if it's true. Like that's one of the mm, things you is, never know. You don't and know. So it isn't true. Like even what, however you feel about it, it's not going to be what they are actually feeling and thinking. Probably like, isn't. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but I'm saying like, even if they do say, think you're cheap, like, it's also like, if you were if actually in their shoes or experiencing what they're experiencing, you'd be like, oh, what are they talking about? Like, you would feel like, like their experience, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like your projection, even if it's kind of on target, is not going to be what's actually happening. It's all a story. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's all made up. It's all what you're imagining. Yeah. But then even like, even if a part of you is saying, which I feel like the, this happens to me, if I'm telling myself a story, it feels really real. And then if I'm like, well, it's probably not true. Then a part of me is still like, oh, well, it may be though. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and then I go like, well, but even that doesn't matter. Like, even that's a story that they're telling, like, this is all, none of this needs to be real. This is all like, whatever I'm latching onto, it's just yes. a story in my head that I can just stop believing and stop giving energy to. Well, this is how, okay, so now that reminds me of how do I get under it. For me, I get under it. What do I really need right now? That's how I let go of the story. So like if I'm worried that somebody thinks badly of me, I'll say to my inner child, well, what are you really feeling? And then she'd be feeling rejected, alone, hurt, you know, judged or whatever. And then I can be like, okay, here's really where the meat is. This is where I can love on her, let her know I love her, you know, really heal. Because that's what why you're obsessing or worried about what other people think is there's a need there that needs to be filled. Mm -hmm. That you want that other person like to magically fill by not thinking you're cheap. Right. Yes. (laughs) Or whatever. I know. And that is totally like when you're like, oh, this, why is it so important to me? What other, what I imagine other people are thinking. I don't even know anyway, but then like I need to control that. And that, and that's like so much giving your power away. It's not just being present with enjoying the company of someone else. Like, cause that, I think of that too. I mean, I'm with my family right now. So I feel like that comes up a lot because we care about our family and we care about what they think of us. Mm-hmm. And then just to be like, wait, this is really distracting me from just enjoying being with these people who I love. You know, it's really interesting how yeah. much power comes back to you and you. 
Stop yeah, telling when, a story. Oh, yeah, when you give yourself tender feelings and I'm like that's hard to feel that way. That's sad. You know, you feel sad that you're judged like and then whatever it is that you need to like what do you need? A lot of times like what I like to do is a like what could be the thing they would say that would make you feel better? Uh-huh. And then give that to myself. Yeah. Because it doesn't really matter that they say it. What the most power is within yourself. Right. If you say that to yourself. Oh, another, I just, you just also made me remember one quick, another little trick I do if I'm having a hard time loving myself is imagining somebody that I really love um, and respect, like giving me that, looking at me with those eyes. Have I ever said that before? No, I don't think so. Okay. So like imagining them, like being like, oh my God, like seeing me with this love and then I transfer it to me giving that to myself oh okay yeah yeah that's like a little trick if I can't like if my power doesn't feel like enough like who cares if I love you know when you grow up with trauma as I did where parents did not love me they were it was very conditional um you have to teach yourself how to fucking love yourself (laughs) you know like I really didn't have that so I um so sometimes when it when I've given my power away it's like well where is this love supposed to come from I don't even know what that looks like and I've talked to other friends who've experienced trauma where it's like yeah I don't know how to love myself so that that for me is a really nice trick like imagining um somebody that I love yeah that I or that I want to love me <laughs> loving me yeah and then changing that to me loving giving me those feelings yeah and then also you can just ask for help in any case you can ask the divine for help and then relax and open and tr- trust that it will come maybe it'll be an intuition like like your uh technique that you just talked about mm-hmm. maybe you'll discover yeah. your own technique your own yeah when you ask for help and just relax and open and trust like that's always i love to just remember that like oh divine spirit god god is all that is please help me to love myself yes yeah really that whole expression give it up to god i mean if you don't like that word god it can be anything um divine let, infinite yes letting it go it's so helpful yeah it really is do you think we addressed the stories? Yeah. All right. Well, that was the energy report. Hey, we did it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now it's time for practical magic. <laughs> so, you guys, it's October. October oh. is so magical. It's just such a great oh month. And gosh, in so the great. Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere, the veil is thinning. So that's what mm. we're talking about today. Thank God. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I know what you mean by the veil is thinning, <laughs> okay. but I don't know what you're about to say. Oh, because <laughs> it was the way you said, oh my God. Like it seemed like you were excited. Oh, I said, thank God. Oh, thank the God. The veil is thinning. I yeah. like it when the veil is thinning. Me too. So... <laughs> So in the Northern Hemisphere, as we get close to Samhain, a.k.a. Halloween, we think that of... That word, by the way. What's that? I just... I get so confused by that word, the way it's spelled. Samhain. 
I can yeah. never remember because those Celtic. letters don't line up. No, it's weird. I know. <laughs> okay. So sorry. that's Go okay. Ahead. So it's, um, we think of the veil thinning between the world of the living and the world of the dead because we're going, it's literally translates to summer's end, Samhain, because for the ancient Celts, there were two seasons, summer and winter. So mm. it's the end of the summer and the beginning of winter in the ancient Celtic uh, calendar. That's why November 1st is a kind of a new year. Um, but it's yeah. going from the world of the light to the world of the darkness. And so as we get closer and closer, we feel the veil thinning more and more, which is why we love October. And then in the Southern Hemisphere, you're getting close to Beltane. And Beltane actually is when we think of the veil between the world of humans and the world of fairies. Uh, that mm -hmm. veil is thinning. So there you get that connection as you mm. move instead to the, the world of the light, from the world of the darkness to the world of the light. So, um, so what we're talking about in Practical Magic today is sensitizing to the thinning of the veil. I actually mm. just last week posted a blog post with nine ways to sensitize to the thinning of the veil. Mm. And it's anything where you connect with that space between seen and unseen, known and unknown. Mm. And I think about my family's funeral chapel, which is actually walking distance from where I'm sitting right now mm. in Central California. And it's my favorite, one of my very, very favorite places on earth because the, mm. the portal is always open there. The way the light is any time of year, it reminds me of October because I just wow. remember that interconnection between seen and unseen. I rem And that's the place where I feel it's that center of the mandala. It's where I feel mm. so amazed by this life experience like what is it what are yeah. we where are we going what is this transition <laughs> it's the joy of it so um so that's why in october in the northern hemisphere actually both hemispheres walking in a cemetery this is one of my favorite things to do do you like cemeteries mm. um you know i guess i have i don't i don't know why though Mm. Well, they're not. I mean, for I don't actually. I get curious <laughs> around them. I don't not like them, but I'm realizing like we do have some near us, and I like looking at them. I like looking at the names and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. adore them. Adore, adore, adore them. Mm, There's yeah. one Ted and I found one in um, near Leadville in Colorado, which is really high elevation and. Um, it was, we came across it. No one was there and it was in the forest. It was like oh an my old God, cemetery with these big trees growing all around it. And, oh, oh, that's awesome. Just so pretty. Yeah. So it, but any there's cemetery. a lot of cemetery. There's a lot here. I it's bet. It's weird. Like there's, they put a lot of cemeteries. Is, I don't know if this is true elsewhere. I've never seen it anywhere else, but they put a lot next to churches. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of like, like there's one down the road, just like there's a church and then a cemetery. Yeah. And I had a friend that lived across the street from a cemetery. <laughs> like it was just like, yeah, just like open. Yeah. You know. My uncle Tony yeah. lives across the street from the cemetery, which is also oh. walking distance from where I am because it's across the street from the funeral chapel. Oh. But uh, cemeteries are, they're places where we human living humans go to honor dead humans so it's just like mm -hmm. the funeral chapel it's a place where because we are aware of it when we go there that's kind of the whole point of the space it 
that's the consciousness is open there. It's the veil mm. is always open there. So that can help sensitize you even more because there's so much magic and power in connecting to that space between the worlds. So mm-hmm. it can help increase your magical power also because mm. so many of us, well, the ego, the illusion of separation is terrified of dissolution, death. which is death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ego death, but it's we continue on. It's like the, yeah. our separation does not, which is why the ego is terrified. But the part of us that's one with all that is, the part of us that feels love, that feels joy, that feels expansion is eternal. And we know yeah. that. And that's why it's the, when we connect with the thinning of the veil, it's so beautiful and inspiring mm-hmm. and helps ground us in our power, helps us take our power back, right? Because yeah. the ego is the one that tells the stories that needs approval. Yes. So transcend the ego and going into that space of magic and that's also where we work magic oh go on you just made me realize that's another reason why when you connect to your heart or I was saying like how do I do this I don't know I just know when I connect to my heart the story um softens and that's because dissolves because the ego doesn't like the heart yeah Mm because it's not it's like it's the truth it's the truth of love of interconnection and the ego wants to perpetuate the illusion of separation because that's its reality it's existence yeah Yeah, it's job Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and that's also the place where we work magic when we do like cast a circle to do a spell to do a ritual we're creating the space between the worlds we're remembering that that yes we're in this human existence that appears to be separate and finite but we're connecting with the truth which is all that is in order to create change within the illusion we're infusing i mean that's the mm-hmm. magical spiritual path to infusing the illusion with the luminous awareness of eternity ah, it's so exciting mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite thing <laughs> So, so yeah, so sensitize yourself to the veil. Other things you can do, um, noticing, do you ever do this where you're drifting off to sleep and you can somewhat retain your consciousness as you do? Yeah, I love that. Me too. So that's Mm -hmm. that space between the worlds too. If you can hold on to your conscious awareness, then you can maybe visit the ocean or connect with a deceased loved one, you know, like just guide it a little bit before you lose consciousness mm, and yeah that's fall fun. asleep you can also tell them like oh come play in my dream yeah. like let's yeah you can try to set that intention and connect with things you want to manifest in ways you want to feel when you're between the worlds and mm-hmm. also the sunrise and the sunset so if you want to wake up and watch the sunrise or take a walk during the sunset those are times during every day of every every day of the year when the veil between the worlds is thin. So you can kind of double down on that connection to that thinning veil in mm. October by spending time outside during the sunrise or sunset. Well, that's great. Yeah. And I'm excited because here it's been in the 90s or high 80s and today's supposed to be the last day of that uh, we finally get our fall weather i cannot wait what a relief for you uh, yeah I, that's <laughs> i feel such a relief that's a long oh summer uh, i can't believe we both used to live in los angeles you know how do we do it i know it's like no seasons there it's always yeah. summer 
All right. Well, was that the end of Practical Magic? That was. That was Practical okay. Magic. And you can read more in your blog, right? Mm-hmm. At Um, Okay. Speaking of your blog, where else can we find you? At TessWhitehurst.com, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on Instagram at Tess4444, and Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, and YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And what about right. you? <laughs> and me, you can find me on MySlightHealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter, and you get a um, chakra cleaning meditation when you sign up for it. Somebody said they didn't receive it, so... um. When they signed up, but I don't know if that's like maybe check your spam if you didn't receive it because it should be going out and on Instagram. Oh, you can also book a session with me on there and find out about more about what I do and um, on Instagram. Hi, Slight Healing. And you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. That's right. And can. we would love it if you would write us a review on I yeah. or on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher yeah, or Spotify. Stitcher, yeah, or just rate us. That's great too. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's really a big deal for us. We would so if you like the podcast, yeah. we would love it if you would support us in that way. Yes, thank you. Um, and I was going to say something else, but I don't know what. What do we have? Any other business? Maybe oh, we- just. Email. Oh. oh, what were you going to say? I was just going to say to thank our producer. Oh, okay. Our excellent yes. Thank producer. you, Brett. Thank you, Brett. For all your hard work. He's extra busy this month, so it's extra nice. Um, And I was going to say, if you, yeah, again, if you have a question, magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Should we pick our card of the week? Let's do it. Do you have card? You brought cards. I brought cards with, with me. Yes. I'm going to do the Wild Offering Oracle again by mm-hmm. Tosha Silver. I'm doing the Magic of Flowers Oracle by Tess Whitehurst. That's me. Oh, who's that? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Card of the week. What can we expect? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised I picked this. Challenges. Oh, Okay. Unbearable situations. (laughs) (laughs) Throw you directly into God's arms. If you are open, please take over divine. She does a little affirmation on these um, and guide the right actions. Please take this burden and show me your will. Well, this is a lot like letting go. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Let it go. It's just another... Yeah. And asking for help. Yes. Asking for help, receiving the help, being open to the help. Yeah. That's a good glass half full take on that card. Right. And then I got Magnolia, which is stand in your power. I love this. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And that goes along (laughs) with the energy report. So, it does. Yeah. Remember uh, remember how powerful you are. Remember your connection to the earth, your connection to the cosmos, your connection to the moon, your ability to create positive change. Open up. Be willing to open up to even more of your power than ever before. And relax. Yeah. Consciously relax your body. Breathe consciously. And that just relaxing, conscious breathing can bring your power back, can like it allow you to inhabit your body and the power that, um, the way that you're, uh, uh, 
like a lightning rod, like a channel of divine power. Remember that throughout the week. So along with the challenges Mm -hmm. and the surrendering and the releasing and the letting go, also own your power it they are connected it sounds like they're different but they're not they're they're all yeah you feel your power when you let go Mm -hmm. i just realized that we forgot to tell people to sign up for the magic monday newsletter oh yeah which goes out this if you're listening to it today you missed it maybe you missed (laughs) or (laughs) yeah i guess you did probably missed it yeah but you'll get it next month yeah (laughs) too bad (laughs) no but we will send out a little notice when we get our um uh website up yeah and we do have a giveaway coming up soon oh yeah just tease and we won't say what it is yeah yeah that's gonna be cool find out next you're gonna like it yeah and in conclusion i also just want to say you know it sounds like you know oh how am i gonna let go and all my power and do you know you can just tiny steps if you just make a commitment to yourself look you can even let it go like my intention is to have my power and feel good and feel joy and then let it go and see well just watch how it shows up for you Yep. Simple. And keep setting the intention and just keep on showing up with it. And it, and if you know that it doesn't have to all happen at once, you can pay mm-hmm. attention to what you're learning. And you can even realize that everything that arises, like tell yourself that story. Everything that's happening is for my highest and truest good. It's all yeah. helping me learn mm-hmm. so that that will – you get to tell yourself any story you want. So you that's might as well right. choose yeah, empowering so ones. good ones. Yeah. yeah. Good point. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. We love you. Bye. Cuddling with giant wild turkeys, big like dinosaurs.